What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Neighborly Discourse with what's Billy up, and what's Steve, up? episode 125. I am Bill E with a Y. And I am Steve, S to the T to the E. Yeah, see how mine is so much more efficient and to the point? Yeah, but mine sounds better. <laughs> Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. True that, true that. You know what I say to the people? They look at me like, what does that even mean? Listen, before we go too much further, I want you to understand how much of a hardworking man Billy is. By the way, 954-358-9040. If you want to interact with Neighborly Discourse, it's 954-358-9040. Reach out to us. And when and as you're reaching out to us, make sure to wish, wish Billy a happy birthday. I mean, he's working on his birthday, I man. I'm, I'm like, dedicated. what? Uh, I'm I not mean, just anybody. I'm like, I'm, I'm expecting to get a text saying, "Hey, I can't make it today," or whatever the case may be. And instead, I can't he's ma- here. And yeah. <laughs> I can't like- make it from my bedroom to my garage. <laughs> I got a lot going on today, everybody. Anyway, happy birthday, buddy, Thanks, man. sir. Appreciate Good it, job, man. Appreciate it. Forty-one. As you and know, how does it feel? It feels like I'm forty-one. <laughs> I got my, I tweeted this morning, I got my Dunkin' Donuts large hot latte. That's your birthday gift? Or is that what, is that what you, is that a, a ritual that you do? No, it's just a f- iced coffee. Okay. Listen, the reason I say that to you. I'll read it again, everybody. Large hot original latte. And they sent me a iced coffee. Oh, iced coffee. Got it. Got You're it, bad got at it. things, Steve. I, no, no. The reason I said that is because you went to the Dunkin' Donuts place, and for Sarah... No, no. They brought it to me this morning. The only reason I did it, we didn't get we didn't get any grocery shopping done this weekend, right? so we don't have any milk or creamer for our coffee in the morning. So 6.30, I got out of the house. I drove to the corner stores around the corner, and I realized they're all closed. Publix as well, Walmart as well. They're closed until 7 o'clock. Um. So I have no cream, no anything, so... Like the man of the house, I put in my DoorDash order to have them deliver our coffee this morning. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got you got to go above and beyond. Listen, real quick. Yes. There's someone who cracked a joke about DoorDash. That they're the that worst? Our, no, 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 no. <laughs> talking about our economy, talking about our society has become the DoorDash society. Man, I, can I can't remember who said this. It's not wrong. I mean, think about how fat we're getting oh, because. Oh, my goodness. Who was it? So I've always, I've had a problem with going to the grocery store. I have a big truck. I like my truck. I want it away from people. So I always park far and walk. I've mm-hmm. always done that. Even when I had a car at 19, you know, 16 years old, whatever it was, I always park far and walk. So we're to the point now, fast forward 20 years, where I still would park far and walk up, and I would see people go up and down the aisle to, to get the first or second spot right. while the fifth or sixth spot's wide open. And I'm looking, I'm like, yo, you're fat. Where's your fake handicap sign? Because you're fat, not handicapped. And sure as hell, there's the one sitting there. So trying to find an up-close spot. Or the regular people who are just plus size won't park five spots back. They'll have to wait for the third spot back and then walk. And then now, we don't have to leave the house. So, And and truth be told, I've not gone to the grocery store in a very long time. I order my groceries every time we go grocery shopping. Always order them. I'd rather sit here, spend the extra. You started before COVID, right? Yeah, yeah, I was lazy then. Okay, I know. I'm saying you started ordering online before. Yeah, yeah COVID, like I said, right? I just feel like I don't feel like going now. I've lost. It's it's much more expensive. The delivery fee plus the tip plus self checkout allows for it, discounts. You, you do Walmart, right? Yeah. Don't you pay like a hundred dollars? No, no, no. That's crazy talk. So it's it's a per delivery thing. Yeah, you could do like a year. I think you can do a yearly thing, but because I, I think don't if do you do that. the yearly thing, 
that covers Maybe. your cost for it. You know what I'm saying? Like it it's might. like $100 or something like It might actually end up being cheaper doing it that way than a la carte. Yeah, but I still, I still once in a while will go in and, okay. and you know, get but, my groceries that But the that point way. I was going to make, uh, so there's two things here. One is the that we became a DoorDash nation, right, which is whoever said this, and I can't, I'm so upset that I can't remember it. They they basically were, were saying that this is part of our demise that you know that we become so lazy, uh, and I and I will sign off on that because I am an Amazon guy. Like I have things delivered to me. Like there's things that I do not want to run out of ever, and so I set up a system in Amazon where things get delivered once a month, once every two months, or so on and so on forth, so that I never have to do this. But that's kind of I mean, and, semi semi understandable too. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like you. Like here, I shouldn't run out of creamer. We have, we drink coffee seven days a week. It should never be gone. Mm-hmm. Milk, the backup, should never be gone. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm all for that. When we had when we had the dog, we had a monthly subscription for Amazon. Every month, food, his vitamins, all this crap. Every month, it would Something show that you up. don't have to worry yeah. about anymore. Just it was come. Simple and right. easy. So that's what. So I do it for the. I do it for like maybe I don't know 10, 10 or so, fifteen products that I do. Yeah. But I've been trying to get Janice. I, I think you're the one who got me on the whole Walmart thing. You're welcome. And I tried to do it. I, in fact, I set it up. I did it a couple of times. In fact, I did it where you had to go, where you ordered online, and then you just park in the spot, and they'll bring it to you. Yeah. That's how I started. Try to get Janice. Hey, Janice, you know you know I'm not I, the shopper here. So I used to do the same thing. I could never get her to sign off on it. Never no, I, get her to say, okay, I'll take over. And I would always bring like 3 to $4 and tip the people rolling out in the garden. The, the, really? The stuff. Yeah. And it oh, seems I like never did. No one does. Amy looks at me like I'm crazy also. She's like, you t- uh, why and they, would I And not? they take it? Yeah, of course. Oh, I feel you so know, bad. Three to four dollars, nothing crazy. I'm not gonna hand them a twenty. It doesn't matter. I never even thought about that no. before. There's a, there's a minimum you have to have. Like you can't just give two dollars. You might as well give me nothing. <laughs> you know. So three to four, the, the, ma- the maximum five. <laughs> right. No, because like where I used to work, you know, guys would get would get tipped, and depending on your age, like if you're if you're you know seven years old and you give me a dollar, I get it. Right. If you're twenty, thirty, even forty, give me a dollar. What the hell's wrong with you? You don't have you have more than a dollar? Yeah. Come on, man. Keep it to yourself. I don't want to. I can't nonsense. even buy coffee, coffee yeah. with this, right? So there's levels of how, of your appreciation. Well, the second thing I want to say is that Sarah, like clockwork, for her birthday, and I don't even know when we started this, but we go and get her a blueberry muffin, put a candle in it, and we wake her up singing happy birthday to her. And, and this girl, so when you saw, when you said the Dunkin' Donuts and it was your birthday, yeah. I thought you had a ritual. No, I was not like, at all. So we do this for her, and it's like, how did we get, how did we get sucked into this? How, how is it that, you know, we bring her? It just her, happens. You know, so it's one of those, one of those fun things that. Briella woke me up this morning singing happy birthday. Really? I was laying in, I mean, I was already awake because the extra, extra time change threw me off. Okay. I wanted to get in, get, you know, get stuff done early this morning before seven o'clock hit, before Everybody wakes up when I start getting lunches ready and breakfast ready and all this stuff. But I was laying there, you know, checking my phone, whatever, and all of a sudden the door opens up. Happy birthday, Daddy. I was like, oh, baby. Uh. But she's one to come in every morning for anything. If it's you know, uh, Sunday, we do donut day. She bangs the door open. Dad, I'm tired. I don't want to go to get with, go with you to get donuts. Go get the donuts. And I look at her. I'm like, no, nah, bro, it's a you and me thing. I don't. You don't go. I don't go. Right. Dad, go. Okay, fine. Then I'll go. But Without she, her? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She runs the show. But every morning, she wakes up, she does something. So today, which made me believe to your to your to about Sarah, if she's going to do this next year, because she does not forget things. Ah. So she may do this and, you know, 
latch on to some sort of traditional thing because she's very much that way. It's a beautiful thing. It's one of those things like I, I like yesterday I looked at Sarah. She went out. She went out with a friend to Miami and man, I'm such an old man. Like I made them text me the address. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me know when you're leaving. Cause this is Miami. You know what I'm saying? It's so far away. And, and I was just like, you know, I just, I don't know. But anyway, bottom line is she comes home and she's telling us about how her time went. I'm looking at her and I was like, man, she's, she's still my baby girl. You know, like even though she's this big woman, yeah. you know, I'm still looking at her and it's like, wow, man, she's still my she baby girl. She doesn't listen to this, right? Huh? She doesn't listen to this, right? Uh, well, every once in a while, she'll, she'll you call tell her me, a big woman. You're in trouble. No, when I say big woman, you know what I mean. You know, she's, I know like, what she's you mean. Full, Women don't like, know what right. you mean. Oh, she's full. <laughs> keep going, Steve. Do I'm going to give you a shovel so you can keep digging yourself a bigger hole? <laughs> she listen. She said something to me this weekend. I said, "Man, that's the nicest thing anyone said to me in a long time." Because we were we were in a leadership meeting. And uh, the latest meeting, leadership, leadership, oh, like gotcha. training on leadership. And she happened to be there, and they were they said, "Write your characteristics of what you think a good leader is or are characteristics yeah. of a good leader." And one of mine was patience. And as we were going through it, they said, "Okay, well, pick the one thing." The, out of your list, the one place where you think you struggle the most out of the, in that list. And I put patience. And the people around the table knew me, right? And so everyone's like, yeah, we'll sign off on that. We'll sign off on that. A, a mark of a leader is patience, and you struggle with patience? Yeah, I said one of the things that a, a, a leader you. should have is patience. And I said this is one of the areas where I struggle with. And so in the, on the, around, the, around the circle, everyone was saying, like, yeah, we signed off on that one. And Sarah said, Really? I don't think so. I think that, you know, as as a leader, <clears throat> you know, that you've demonstrated patience, especially over the years, I've seen you become more and more patient. And it's like, wow, man, that, that that is so nice, man. So anyway, that was the nicest thing she ever, you know, she said to me in a long time or anyone said to me in a long time that they, they've seen a change, you know. So anyway. That just could just could be because you're old and not fast enough. So you're just you're naturally <laughs> no, slowing down. I, I believe that, and we've talked about this in, in various, you know, talking about family stuff. Yeah, that the way that I treated, let's say Nathan, compared to the way I treated Micah, that I realized that man, I gotta, you know, I gotta change some stuff. You know, like, mm -hmm. you know, I was way too hard, and 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 so I. I've tried to uh, have a softer approach, you know, as I get as I get as I got older, because I think I'm more wise now, and I realize some of the mistakes that I made. But I wouldn't anyway. necessarily call that patience, but I agree with you 100. percent I'm the exact same way. Right. There's stuff Brielle gets away with that I would rip Liam's head off for. <clears throat> it's partly because she's a girl. It's partly because it's eight years later, and I'm a very different person than what I was then. Mm -hmm. And the same analogy, the the same analogy, I always use is if you were to say Pagetti. Instead of spaghetti, it would take he wouldn't you, eat yeah. until he said it the correct way. Yeah. Right? I'm like, oh, baby, go ahead and eat. You know, who cares? You want, want more? Want less? Want some candy? Go for it. Yeah. You know, like, no, for him, it's like, bro, spaghetti Listen, I would or you starve tonight? If she was a boy, I would be interested in how you how you no, would be dealing with her. Because, um, again, it's, it's eight years later, but I am on her behavior-wise way more than I ever was on Liam. But she's a different kid. She's mean, a pain. Meaning, yeah, she's she she requires more intervention than than Liam did. Yeah. But what I'm saying to you is like, if she was a boy, 
would you with spaghetti as opposed to spaghetti? Would that still get on your nerves if no, she was a boy? No, you think it's you think my mentality? Okay, different. you've changed. If okay. she was born eight years ago, she would have gotten it. Ah, uh, and Liam would, and if Liam was born now, like, yeah, he got it very suffer. different. Okay. Yeah, cool. Because like I told you, I work with kids, and I saw how they operated, and I was gonna make sure that my kid would never be like one of those kids. Mm-hmm. And so I took it to the nth degree. And now that being said, he is nature that way. Because I'm still strict with her, not like I was with him. He got a full 10 out of 10. She gets a 7 out of 10. But her personality is so different that how you discipline your kid doesn't make a difference. If they're born good, they're going to be good. If they're crazy, you have no shot, no matter how disciplined you are. It ain't going to happen. See, listen, but what's interesting is that you say the word, use the word good, right? And I don't think it's good. I just think it's personality type. Like some people are wired that they're just crazy. Brielle is mean. She's a mean little girl. She's mean. Liam's not mean. He's not mean-spirited. Briella, at times, can be mean. Now, she's four. She doesn't know it. But there's also a level, uh, a way she delivers her message at times that you look at her, you're like, you look back at Amy. What the Mm -hmm. the hell just happened? Right. Like, she told Amy the other day. She said something to her, da-da-da-da. And she looks at Amy, and that shirt's ugly on you, too, and looked away. And that's not something that gets wow. talked about or taught. She just looked at her, and that shirt's ugly anyway. And and Amy, start, she turns around and starts laughing. I start. This was a few months ago, but I look and, and I'm like, where the hell did she get that? Right. It has to be something she's seen on YouTube. So now we watch the YouTube videos because there's nothing ever but off you, the but wall. But do you think that she understood hear. what she said? I don't know how you could. Um, well, let me ask you. I, no, man, no, I don't no. know. If you, I'm not know if you're willing to say this no, on the show. I don't know how. But was she, the shirt ugly? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Because I, mean, I was like, was, she, I mean, was look, she accurate? Look how oh, I'm dressed. I know, like, I know. I just want to know. Was she no, no, accurate? It's, or? it's a dig. She, okay. It's something oh, that- she was just trying to- She was trying to ruffle feathers. Okay, it's something got it, got that's it. innate in women to destroy other women. And she comes locked and loaded. Oh. The other day, now it's funny, it's sweet, it's we LOL, oh, look at the little girl. She's like, there's something wrong with the ice or something, something came up. And she's we're like, okay, hold on a second. Let's go. Clock's ticking. And I'm looking at her, I'm like, what the? <laughs> and I think it's hilarious. Right. Because that being said, when I say wait, you better wait. Uh-huh. But if I'm the other person and I ask for something, you've got a couple seconds to get it going or I'm going to get on your ass about it. Right. I need help. You can't be lazy. Let's go. So I'm half with her, but half not. But see, If she was 16, I'd be like, you go, girl. But she's four. Hey, you're four. Calm it down. But here's the thing. Remember I told you, we talked about this before, where- I never forgot the day. Sarah was my baby girl for the longest time, yeah. right? And then, and Janice, like right around nine, ten years old, Janice started complaining, like I, I've lost control of this girl, yeah, I, yeah. you know. And I was like, "What are you talking about? She's still the the best thing since sliced bread." Yeah. And then one day, maybe around eleven years old, something like that, I heard her say something, and all of a sudden it hit me. I heard the voice of Steve Champagne. Coming yeah. out, of, I heard in, in a woman's voice. I heard FYI, it. I don't edit anymore. Huh? You, FYI, oh, okay, I, don't, yeah. I don't edit out. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's okay. giving you a heads up. I'm okay, but I, I heard I heard my voice. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my goodness! All these years, Janice was complaining. Yeah, and I and I didn't realize it. You know what I'm trying to say? And then one day, all of a sudden, I heard some. Yeah. I heard me speaking someplace else. It's like. I created a monster. Yeah, no, you know? Liam, Liam's starting to do that now. We'll, if we get to a family thing today, I, I'll, I'll talk about it. But I always tell him, so listen, FYI, the more you say these phrases, your mother is going to hate you. So do me a favor and stop saying it. <laughs> well, I'm asking you, like, are you are you 
un- unwittingly creating a monster in Briella and not realizing that. Hold on a second. Oh no, the monster like we're we're not creating it. It's there, and certain things, YouTube things are fostering it. So we're paying attention to what and how it operates because we need to shut it down. Mm. Okay, so that's what's going on. Oh, I, I got to tell you a joke about this. <laughs> Jeff told me something that happened. Oh, my goodness. Sports, yes. Sports, there we but go. But before I tell you about this, Jeff told me that he was riding his bike listening to um, his motorcycle. Yeah. And he has an open face helmet yeah. with um, uh, a sound thing attached to it. And when he picks up speed, it becomes harder to hear, right? And so there was a part in our show where he was listening to us. He mm-hmm. got on the highway and he, and he was struggling to hear us. He's like, what's going on? You know, he's trying to adjust his volume. And all of a sudden, he hears this sound, the sound of our spinning thing. And all, he, and then he quickly panics, thinking he ran over something. His bike's <laughs> about to crack on him. He was like, what's going on? I mean, he said his heart rate just went up. That's funny. And it took him a couple of seconds to realize it was a sound coming from, you know, one of the reasons it got quiet is because we were setting up the spin. And yeah. then when we spun, it's like, he said, like, his heart was just beating. I was like, I, it just cracked me up. That's man. funny. That's sports. Funny. Oh, I'm so glad. So yesterday, Billy we and I go. were texting back and forth, and I I sent him a text and I said, so just to put everybody in perspective, the Bills lost to the Jets. Yes. Uh, so the 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 Bills are now six and two. Yeah. The Jets are six and three, and the Jets has have now beat Miami and the Bills. Yes. Right. <clears throat> um, Miami six and three, and we've beat Buffalo. Yes. And New England's five and four. The only the only division in the entire NFL where everybody has a winning record. It is the toughest division in the NFL. So I I l- listen. I was there was no dig in my in my text that I sent you. I just I saw what I saw and I said, "Wow, this division is wide open." And Billy said, "No, it's not." not I was all. like, "Andy conversation, not here we go. Andy segment, here we come." I've, I've said this the last time, not the last time we're in here, but uh, we had mentioned Buffalo before, and I've told you the way they start the game. It's there's one or two plays throughout the game, but there was it's usually in the first quarter they do the dumb play against Kansas City. It was this half run back thing to uh, McKenzie and they fumble it. Uh, yesterday they were they they the Jets kick it off some sort of botched kick. Buffalo gets the ball off the fifty. The, the next play is a forty yard pass to uh, Diggs inside the twenty. So it. Right there, no yeah, problem. Yeah, we, yeah, scoring position. They do, they do like a bootleg, and, and, the, and the tight end rolls out Knox, and he's got about five yards on the defender, okay? Allen throws a, the best comparison, half dig included, a two-a throw. He <laughs> underthrows the ball by like six yards, and the guy is ten yards in front of him. Right. He rolls out, as, as like he doesn't even see him, like he's trying to throw the ball away. He's got pressure. He rolls out and just does this. Right. And the linebacker's sitting right there. I mean, Knox is a, a good five yards behind him, and he just drops it right in. I'm looking, I'm like, and he runs for a touchdown. No, no, they oh. they, they, they stop him. But Buffalo's okay. inside the t- 20 yard line. Right, easily they're going to get there, right. and it's what they do. Mm-hmm. They have a, and it's always in the red zone. Now they have their turnovers like every other team does, but Buffalo's a lock for almost every game inside the red zone to turn the ball over. Okay, it is beyond frustrating. Okay, so this happens, and I'm like. It's going to be one of those days, bro. So no doubt on. about so it. Before you keep talking, I want you to understand yeah. that, that you're trying to tell me why this is not an open division. So go on. 
Oh, Buffalo's <laughs> better than all the teams in the division. But that doesn't matter. But it does matter. L- let me tell you what. When, when it comes down to it. Because I, I would agree with you. I would I would absolutely agree with you that Buffalo should be the best team in the NFL. I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, hands down, okay? But no, here, they are. So it's, it's, yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, they I'm are not, the best I, team I just want you to know, I'm not even arguing that. That's yeah. not even a debate. But the reason I say it's an open division is because, okay, right now Buffalo's already, let's so just assume. Only a half game they're gonna, they're gonna split, Let's just assume they're going to split yeah. Miami. They're going to split the Jets. I'm going to even assume they're going to split New England, okay? Yeah. If all the other teams continue to play well and everything else is a split, you're looking at, at you know. The whole going, division the whole, potentially yeah, get to the playoffs. At least three yeah. teams going to the playoffs, yeah. right? And so for me, it's like. Suppose they have one of these games that they had yesterday in Very the playoffs. Possible. Yes. And that's why I say that's the reason why I say it's open because, yeah. you know, once you get to the playoffs, it's one and done. You know what I'm saying? True. You lose a game, now, it's over. I've said this before because against Miami, I, I went on these these Facebook forums and they're like, you know, had what's-his-name kicked the field goal, Buffalo would have tied. How was them got out of bounds? Had this, had that. Okay, great. But it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. You can only play the result. The result is Buffalo lost. So same for yesterday. Missed field goal. They lost by three. Miss field goal is part of the game. Don't tell me, well, if he would have hit it, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. So he didn't happen. Uh, interception, Zach Wilson throws an interception, throws the ball, hits Uzma on the chest. Uh, linebacker comes up, Edmonds, hits it, catches it. They both fall down. They're both on the ground with the ball. They come up, da-da-da-da, they're checking, they're checking. Ty goes to the runner, Jets keep the ball. They go up within seconds and snap the ball. Now, mind you, there's a good – Five, six, let's say five minutes, three to five minutes, where they're tussling to try to find out who has the ball. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you're tussling to see who has to find the ball. The refs are down low looking for the ball. So you got a good three to five minutes that go by. Oh, hold on. I want to pause for a second. So it was a catch and then a fumble. No, or was it, it was an interception. A, interception, okay. And they both fall down like this. Got it. Because you said they, they went down to look for it. Was there a pile on? Yeah, there was a pile because okay. it hit Uzma on the <clears> chest. <throat> okay. Um, Edmonds was there. They both fall down. So they're fighting up that people pile on to see where what happens. Mm-hmm. And so you got a good three to five minutes of where is the ball. So in like in baseball, the phrase tie goes to the runner. If both people are holding the ball, it goes to the offense. So three to five minutes go by, they come up, Jets retain possession. Now, in that three to five minutes, while they're wrestling around, they're showing the replay. And you can see what happens. You can clearly see Buffalo has the ball. Um, Edmonds has it in his right hand. Uzma has his helmet and his arm. No ball. No ball. No ball. Okay. Falls down, and that's a blurry picture. But I could see he has the ball clearly. So they show another angle dead on. Edmonds has the ball hooked in his arm like he caught the ball himself Uh and falls down with the ball in his hand, and Uzma's arms are like this. Mm -hmm. Nowhere near it. Okay. Why Buffalo in three to five minutes can't see that and on already, the replay? Already have the challenge and already have the challenge ready blew right. my mind. That's okay. bad coaching. So that being said, that doesn't happen. We get the ball back. We're at the 50 going in. No problem. But it did happen. It was a missed call. Don't have a game so close where you let the refs dictate the outcome. Mm-hmm. That's bad play. That's bad coaching. I saw it on my TV. They've got more camera angles than the show They got to people us. dedicated to this. That so where's the guy is saying, the screen, yo, he right. caught it? Right. I <clears> saw <throat> it. Okay? Even at this point, and I think it was the end of the end of the second quarter, around that time, maybe the very beginning of the third quarter, you got you got to it's it's too big of a play in my opinion to let go by. So that you're going to call that on the coaching. 100%. So hold on, let's just back 100%. up. 100%. You're going to call the loss yesterday on coaching period. 
Um, yeah, because Buffalo has a tendency to play down to the competition. Okay, but that that first play that you told me about, where he threw it away and it turned into an interception, not paying attention. But so that's not coaching, right? No, that's no, that's player. on that's on Josh that's Allen. Execution. You got to pay attention, right? Yeah. Okay. So listen. So, but anyway, I think you're you're making my point that w- the reason why I say it's an open division is because Buffalo has a tendency. The, the cliche is at any, any given Sunday, right? Pound for pound, Buffalo should destroy everybody, but. That's we're not paper champions, right? You got to go and play the game. And so um, all I'm bet all I'm betting on is that all yeah. these other teams are going to continue to do well, and that yeah. because they're going to be so close in the standings, that one slip, one slip up, up it's a big deal. Cause, you know, hundred percent. So that's like where last I am. night I'm, I'm rooting for Tennessee because that's a big game. Buffalo, Kansas City might be right there. And again, I am well aware that I am looking past our division, which right now is a laughing stock for 20 years, now looks like the best. Contenders. I am, I am, I'll, I'll eat crow, whatever it is, at the end of the season if, if need be, but I am not concerned about the Jets or the Dolphins or the Patriots. They mm-hmm. do not concern me at all, not even a little bit. Chiefs are the only team that I'm worried about. And the problem is, as good as the AFC is, which is where my Buffalo Bills nerves comes in, there is not one single team in the NFC as a Bills fan – if I was any fan, did, have, I would be worried about. Did you watch? Because now I've watched two weeks in a row of Philadelphia. Have you watched them? Yeah, I'm not worried about them either, dude. Not man, at all. Listen, let me tell you. You could say you could you could say whatever you want to say about their offense, right? Yeah. Okay. But their defense is legitimate. They have a legitimate, solid defense that I was like, okay, these guys can ball, and they ball for what 48 minutes. They ball. They ball for the whole time. They beat Detroit. They suck. They beat Minnesota. Minnesota's only loss. They beat Washington. They're not good. Jacksonville, they're not good. Arizona, they're not good. They beat Dallas. That's an okay win. Beat Pittsburgh. They're not good. Beat Houston. They're not good. So listen, you can only play who you can play. But don't but don't tell me but, these, but, these but listen, teams are but, good. But they're beating all these. They're not they're not just squeaking by these teams. Do you have the scores? They beat Arizona by three. They beat Jacksonville by eight. They beat Washington pretty bad the first time. Um, they beat Houston by twelve, and they in Pittsburgh they beat pretty badly. I'm, I'm telling you, like remember you you actually said this here. You say like when you're a better team, you, you need to should beat, destroy you, exactly. Teams, yeah. And that's what's that's what's now, impressed again, me about them. You can you can you have the play you can play, mm-hmm. but they they beat Pittsburgh with a rookie quarterback, his first game playing. Okay, I'm not losing any sleep over that. Mm-hmm. They beat Jacksonville by by eight. Jacksonville is so so. They're they're a team that they're does okay. They're, they're up and coming. Yeah, but they don't have it to right, there yet. Go, yeah, they right. barely beat Detroit, and again they beat Minnesota twenty four to seven. I'd be curious to see how that game goes the second time around. Right now, that being said, Buffalo plays Minnesota this coming week at Buffalo. I'm not worried about Minnesota, not even a little bit. What I'm worried about, but is, here's where you have to be worried about Buffalo. Oh, excuse me, Minnesota. Minnesota has a defense, and that, and mm. listen, what Minnesota has that Buffalo cannot contend with is a run game. You can run over Buffalo like there's nobody on on the defensive side of the ball. Green Bay did it last week. They did it yesterday. You, with, know, um, you know what's interesting? The it's Jets. That I watch, uh, and I want to touch on this for a second. I watched the Chicago game yesterday, of course, because yeah. they Miami. Fields looks so much better than I've seen him in the last. The, the, last year, he was like a depressed kid. Where it's like, why did yeah. you guys draft this guy? You know what I'm saying? And then this year, it's like. Well, this is the first time I've seen him, but yeah. I but I heard already whispering like, "Oh man, Fields is coming on." So now I got to I, a can, chance to if watch they can him. Teach him to throw the ball, and I'm like, "Oh wow, this guy's a talent." Now I saw where they drafted him. Yeah, e- even his whole body language has changed. So I don't yeah. know if they got a new uh, quarterback coach, but clearly the way he's playing the game, 
is it is um, Ravenesque. Uh, what's yeah, his yeah. guy name? Um, Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar Jackson S. Except there's some. He's somewhere. He's some sort of hodgepodge between a Lamar Jackson and a um, Kyler uh, Kyler Murray. But I but I, I lean more towards Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You know. But I was just very impressed with his. The, the, let me say this. The major difference that I saw in Fields is that I didn't see a run first quarterback. Although I saw a quarterback who was willing to run and w- and has run, yeah, he's a run first. But I saw him actually drop back and you know and only ran like there was like I probably saw two maybe three design runs. But everything else, every every other time that he ran is when the pocket collapsed and he and he had nothing else to do. Now. I don't know if his vision is not there, if he's not reading his progression. Uh, That's what I was getting to, because if you, but all I know the is pocket's going to collapse. Running. Is it five seconds of the collapse or is it two seconds? If it's five seconds collapsing, you got to read the defense. Three-step out, three-step out. Mm-hmm. For, for all the years Peyton Manning was in, was in um, Indianapolis, they had a horrible offensive line. People say, look at Peyton Manning, happy feet. No, I'm happy feet. He had to get the ball out in two seconds. Because he was going to get killed. Their offense was horrible. That's what, again, separates Peyton Manning from everybody else for me. Look at Brady. Brady has l- very little O-line this year. It's, they're talked about how he has no time. Brady's used to getting seven, eight, and every place he's ever been. I mean, nine seconds. He throws more passes flat-footed than on the move and stepping up because he has all the time in the world. He's got the fastest release this year in the NFL, something like 2.1 seconds. Mm-hmm. He's got... I think yesterday he threw one touchdown, the very last play of the game. So that's week eight. So that is seven out of eight games Brady has thrown one or zero touchdowns. So he can't take the heat. So he's the old line, whatever it he's is. He's not old. But that being said, with, with fields, if you're about there seven seconds, five seconds, ball's got to be out. The pocket's collapsing at second five. That's a you problem I, I, I'm thinking, because you can't read I'm, the defense. I'm thinking about this one play in particular where Chubb, I forgot his first name, we just got him. Yeah, that's a hell I mean, of a pickup. Oh my goodness! I, I saw. I was like, we're gonna get dividends off of this guy, and I just he's saw a, he's it yesterday. A good player. This dude, he he bum rushed. I I don't even understand how he missed fields. I yeah. mean, I'm talking about. Yes, he was being carried, but I mean that dude had two hands free. And there was some bad tackling yesterday. And, and a the, lot of the games. And, we and saw. this hand, which was supposed to like sweep him up, yeah. didn't even touch him. It was the second hand. Fields that, is a big dude. No, he's not. He's only he's about the same size as uh. No, Fields is a solid um, guy. Oh, you mean like uh, yeah. thickness? Yeah, he's okay. a solid guy. He's not. He's not like okay. Lamar Jackson. Year five looks like he's finally started eating some steak. <laughs> he came out the wind blow. He was broken. I'm, in I'm half. saying, but he's not tall. Is the no, point no, I'm but he's, right. a, he's like six one. But that's not. I mean, compared to Josh Allen, he's not tall. No, you know, no one, Compa- Josh Allen is probably the tallest quarterback in the NFL. I'm, I'm saying you got Josh Allen, you got uh, Tom Brady, you got um, Brady's like six one, six two. No, he's not. He's taller. Yeah, than yeah. That. no, Brady's not tall. Brady's not the biggest. You got uh, the guy from KC. He's tall. You got Mahomes. He's like six foot. No, what? <laughs> Are you crazy? He's like yeah, six four, bro. six five, man. What? Uh, minimum six three. Let me see. Let me see. Minimum six three. But I think he's six four, six five. Uh, so you got some tall quarterbacks out there. But going back to – but anyway, anyway, I Patrick saw – Josh Mahomes is 6'2". That's it? Yeah, Josh Mahomes is uh, – Josh Mahomes. Josh Allen is the tallest quarterback in the NFL. He's 6'5". Man, he's Mahomes the, he, looks so much taller than 6'2". No. Anyway, bottom line is yeah, yeah. I saw Fields and I saw how he escaped that tackle. Yeah. And then he ran for like 60 – I want to say like Mark 60 Jackson's yards. Mark Jackson 6'2". So I'm just saying like how, how tall is uh, Fields? I don't think that's something. Let me look at the guy we're actually talking about and see what he is. What's his name? Justin uh, Fields. Justin Fields. 6'3". You're kidding me. Yeah. like I'm, I mean, how, how tall is Tua? 
Tua, I think, is like 5'11 on a good because day. Because I, I saw them stand side by side, and they looked like they're on the same height. Tua tag. Let's see him. No, that's why like, I'm trying to – I'm listening to you go because you're making good points. But I'm thinking to myself, Steve, I can't take you seriously. You can't tell how tall these guys are. 6'1". Okay, so – That's I mean, a generous 6'1", because I don't think yeah, Tua yeah, is that tall. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, bottom line is, so I was impressed with Fields yesterday. So, if you look at Fields, I was Fields, very, very Fields, impressed with Fields. if you can teach him to throw the ball, right. he's a bigger – more more solid Lamar Jackson as far as size goes. Right. Like Jamar Lamar Jackson has put weight on. Fields is already a big guy. He, he, yeah, so if you can if big. you can teach him footwork, teach him read the defense. He doesn't have a bad ball either. He doesn't have that flat ball. He mm-hmm. he has a little bit of touch to it, but they've gotta they've gotta teach him to be a quarterback. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. I think the Dolphins should have lost that game yesterday. Because in the final drive, yeah. first of all, it was a beautiful game. Like if you're if you're into offense, you saw some good offense. It, and when it's defense, the game the NFL wants, yeah, where was, no one, yeah. where nobody is out, you can do whatever you want as long as you're as long as you're on the field. The game is not over. Yes, and 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 that's how you felt. You felt it was going to come down to the wire. And the last drive, two things happened. One. To keep the drive alive, well, before that, there was a pass interference that was a no call. Yeah. A pass interference no call where the Dolphins, I, I don't even understand. It was so clear that one of the defenders wrapped his arms around Claiborne and and pulled him down when, when the second uh, defender came over and they didn't call pass interference. That's like, you got robbed, Fields, because that was a great throw yeah. and that was pass interference. Then the next play, which was a fourth down play, he threw the ball in the hands. Like, he he avoided the rush, threw the ball in the hand of his receiver, yeah. and it, it just went right through the receiver's no, hands. No, man, the and drop like, passes yesterday said, some of these guys had also. This is not on you, man. This is this is not on you, man. Chicago should be happy, man, because I think they found their quarterback. I saw something today in you. The combination between your running and and your passing and your accuracy, I saw yeah. something there. No, they, they can teach him. Or is it going to be one of these – we can maybe get four years out of the guy, and let's run with him with, with using his talents the best. You know? I didn't see him take any hits, so it's all it's oh, no, all he, depends it, on like are you going to train him? It's his how reading to... the defense. Yeah, exactly. Like Josh Allen has continuously gotten better. He does this laser thing where they pinpoint his motions, and he was I mean so out of whack when he first started. Now he's accurate. He's it, it's it's gotten better. Buffalo's taking the time with his will anyway, and have and have gotten a better quarterback from training. Let's see if these teams do that because they clearly didn't do it with um, with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Right. So they didn't train him up. Yeah, they didn't do that. That was two times. Right. They didn't train him up, and um, but I'm telling you, like, I the reason that you hear me saying talking the way I'm talking is because yeah. I I um I'm excited about these young quarterbacks. You know, your Hibbert and Sandy Sandy is San Diego, um, L.A. LA, uh, sorry, LA uh, Chargers. You got um, your guy from Cincinnati, and I know you. You, 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 you kind of yeah. lukewarm on him, but you got Fields. You know, there, there's, there's this young crop of quarterbacks that. And listen, I'll say this last thing. Yeah. The uh, the Dolphins' offense. I'm gonna, I'm telling you this, and it sounds like I'm a homeboy, like uh, not a homeboy, but um, yeah, homeboy, and you know, I'm just being hometown. I can't back you up their, on that. Their offense seems to be unstoppable, and the only time that they get stopped is execution. It's not the defense playing exceptionally well. It's like they 
they did something that's like you you didn't execute this play correctly because yeah. it was a good play that was called. You were in position to get what you wanted out of the play, and you just didn't execute it well. And I'm saying like that gives me hope. Like wow, man, I can see this Dolphins offense. If nothing yeah. else, being the Marino offense, you know. And all you have to all you have to be concerned with now is like, okay, can we have a defense that can stop the other offense, you know? But I feel you. very I feel very high on the offense right now. You got speed, man. So what you got? What family. are we doing? Family? family? I yeah. actually had something today that, that I can't remember what it was. Um, damn, what the hell was it? It was something that that I uh, – man, I want to ask. Like, if we get to, if we get to family, I was going to mention something, but I absolutely could not think of what it was. Interesting. Because there's, cause there's family stuff that, I mean, it's, I don't know if my birth, something my birthday today. I don't know what it is, but there, there's something that happened. And usually the family stuff stems from something that goes on here. Mm-hmm. Then I am usually the odd man out when it's even one-on-one because <laughs> apparently I think differently than most people. Uh-huh. But I can't remember what the hell it was. See, that's interesting that you say you think differently than most people because I, I find myself in a situation right now where I feel like I'm the, I'm, I'm the weirdo. In any group that I'm in, I feel like I'm the weirdo. Like, my, why do I think the way that I think? Like, why am I so um, wired differently? And it, it's starting to frustrate me. <laughs> um, I don't care about that stuff. Huh? I don't care about I that. I don't know. I, I just, I, I, I think there was a long time in my life where I didn't care about it, but for whatever reason, now I'm living in, I'm, I'm uh, in no, a place the, where the, I, Oh, okay. Me. So, all right. So here, <laughs> oh, crap. So we get a letter in the mail yesterday. Okay. Delivered by the mailman or woman or whoever shows up. Okay. Okay. Delivered. Right. Not put in the mail by, mail by a neighbor. Mail person. A human being delivered this okay. through the posting post office system. Okay. Okay. You open it up and it says, Dear neighbor, your fence looks so good, blacked out, you know, all the hard work, you know, we really appreciate it. Um, you know, you had your, your fence now repaired since your pool is complete. Do you plan to do you plan to paint the, uh, the other two panels because, you know, it looks great. And with home values going up or simmering down, we, you know, we want to make sure we have pride in something or other. And I look and, and Amy read it, but didn't tell me about it. Mm-hmm. So I, so I, I saw it a few hours later. So what the hell is this? And I look at it <clears throat> and she goes, I read it and she goes, I go, why'd you do that? Now the damn fence is never going to get done. Because now. <laughs> yeah. So I go, what do you mean it's not going to get done? She goes, you're going to go out there, do something, find out who did it, and you're, gonna, you're not going to do it because they said something. I'm like, listen, I want to stay in the fence. I want to get the air, the air compressor off the patio. My dad has to do it. We just, got the, we just got the stain in last month. So we have, we have everything. It's just we need to get him to come over and do it. He, I don't know how to do it. So now you're going to wait an extra month, probably won't be until next year because someone said something. And I'm like, in- well, first of all, what was your instinct when you read the letter? Find out who it was. <laughs> so you and were, I have something you, to say. You, <laughs> I don't give. I don't care who it is. So I started thinking. I started thinking. <laughs> oh my what color could I paint on the fence that the stain would cover? Okay. It mean that you gonna you gonna? I might. It's two eight foot you, long you, panels. You gonna paint it pink or something no, like no, that? No, Some no. outrageous. No. Mind your business. Oh. <laughs> Or never getting stained, like something like that, something like that. But I'm thinking, what color could I do that so the that stain would cover? Because I don't right. want it to to show. Yeah. So 
And then I'm like, so today she leaves. Well, you know what? You should you should do it in stain. I was thinking about you that. You should do it in stain. I was thinking about yeah. that. So today, so today she tells me she's like. And she looks, she goes, can you at least do that? I, I don't know where. Can you at least do that, that fence over there? Because the one on this side of the house, the one panel we, we took off to go in and out. Okay. Can you at least cover that up? I said, of course. Why, why would you say it like that? Why you give me an attitude? Because I know you're not going to do anything on that side of the damn house. I'm like, and she didn't say it mean, she said it laughing. Like, I know you're not doing that side of the damn house, mm-hmm. so at least do this. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I go, so you're saying I shouldn't laminate this paper and then paint a big red x over it and pin it to the fence i should not do that and she looks at me she's like can you just stop right. why are you like this uh-huh. hold on why am i the bad person that someone's butting their their nose into my business so listen i'm gonna give you just the other side of the argument there is no other side because i have a pretty this, good idea this, of who this, it is this, who do you think it is I have a very good idea who it is. Who do you think it is? I think it's the old guy in the greenhouse across the street. Oh, I don't know who that is. He's okay. asked me a few times to help him fix a leak in his house. Okay. And I've told him a few times. I'm not a plumber. I No, no. Like it leaks through the wall like ours used to do. Oh, okay. I said, I don't know what it is. Well, you you know, you guys, you, you had an issue. I thought you said you fixed it. I go, I think we did. But what we did was paint the house. We painted it, put a water sealant coat over it. Like everything is waterproof. It has happened once. A little hurricane. Let's say a little hurricane. The hurricane we had a couple months back, mm-hmm. a small sliver of water got into the house. So, so when the when the pipe broke, Liam's carpet's been out for like three or four months now. Because one, we're getting ready to get everything set back up, and in the underneath where the where the window is, a little bit of water came through, and it was hurricane day, and it continued raining four or five days after that, but Nothing no more else. water came okay. in. So I still don't know. So he's asked me over the last two years to go over there and help him. I keep telling him, all I did was paint the house. I didn't do anything, you know? So I, I, it's, it, I think it might be him. So I'm not going to go over there with an old man a bunch of crap. <laughs> you know what I mean? But listen, he was, listen it, it, the, the letter sounded nice. No. It didn't? Nope. Mind your business. Okay, so let me tell you something. Okay, so it didn't I, sign who it was. It said sign your neighbors. Okay, so if you had some, neighbors, if you had some guts, there's, there's, a, there's a cabal. Oh, if, against that, you. if that was oh, it, I would goodness. take the whole fence down. Okay, because the, the, the weeds I have in the backyard, right. that side, I'm, it's the last thing I'm going to worry about. Yeah. If I knew that all of them had a problem with it, right. I would take down the fence, okay. and you would see the the overgrown weeds in that backyard. So let me. So let me I would it. make sure you knew that I knew. That you know that I don't care. Okay, so if, I, I am that I got level of things. person. I got two things for you. One, one is here locally, and two is where I live now. About a month ago, maybe two months ago. Like, I hope Amy doesn't hear this. Short, didn't get mad short, at me. Shortly after I moved, you yeah. know, we were talking outside after post production. We were t- talking outside, and you were like, "Man, I'm about to call the city on them if they don't cut their grass." Who? Across, across the street. Yeah, I have a personal vendetta against them. <laughs> I mean, listen, you have an issue with the fact that it looks bad. Oh, hold on. You did call it, call it on them because yeah. of um, all, all the, the trash you yeah. put out there, right? Yeah. So I'm, what, the point I'm making to you is that <clears throat> you can you. So let, let's just flip the script. Let's just say you would have done that. Like you don't want to have a bunch of trash in your yard. Yeah. Would you prefer, prefer that someone call the city on you or would you prefer them to send you a letter and say, hey, friend, neighbor, send, do you no. mind? Come and talk to me. Okay, but I'm saying... But well, listen, send me a letter. You, You're listen, a coward. You, 
Listen, Come talk to me. You're a sizable guy. They did it on the corner. You're a sizable guy. When they got guy, married in their backyard. With a, with a, with a heavy beard. They got married say, on the corner. You know, they called they the have, city for me to repair my fence. Instead of coming over and saying, hey, man, no, no. do me a favor now. That's bad. That's bad. They've had their garbage out because people in this neighborhood are stupid. Mm-hmm. You get your bulk pickup the second and fourth Saturday of the month. Not every other Saturday. They put it out the last Saturday of which was the fifth Saturday? October, which is the oh, fifth Saturday. Okay. Which means you got two more weeks. Two more weeks. So it's right. been out there the whole time. Now normally I don't care. You made a mistake, you're human. But they called on me. It took everything I had not to go over there, knock on the door, say just a heads up. I know you guys called about my fence because it bothered you in your wedding pictures, but you don't seem to know how to read a calendar. <laughs> this is every Second and fourth <laughs> Saturday. Now I got to look at your crap and outside for three weeks. Do me a favor. But next on. time you have a problem, talk to me like I'm talking to you. Oh, okay, I understand. So this was going to be your way of saying, yeah. Listen, I know what you did was file back then. I could have yeah. done the same thing, but I yeah. didn't. So, so here it I'm is. I'm going to. You're going to. It just needs to be something that's going to be a big pain in the ass for them. Right. I, but Calling I'm going to tell city you, I on agree, their little garbage. I agree with you on the fact that. Hold on a second. We have relationship. Like you have relationship with the girl's dad. You know. I'm saying it's like, what the heck? Just tell me, you know what I'm saying? I'll yeah. see what I can do. All you gotta do is talk to So me. you're telling me that the pe- that the one who sent you the letter that said about the fence, if they would have came and talked to you, you would have felt better about it, then I'd you, have, you, I'd you have not said, felt better about it, but you wouldn't have been as upset about it. I would have been it? like, listen, it's the stain is out of stock. It's been a while. We've been trying to get it. I don't want to see this this light brown mixed with everything else any more than you do. Okay. We're working on it. Okay. But you want to send your but crappy you, but little you letter? But you wouldn't have been irritated. Not at all. Okay, so okay, so not at all. I'm a, I can appreciate that, but I will tell you, Billy, you can be you. You look from a distance. If no one has spoken to you, you can look menacing. That's a you problem, not a me problem. But I'm just saying that you got to be able to appreciate the fact that you know not not all people are willing to like, you know, say something. You know that, that you know like especially an old older person. You know, like I don't know. Listen, how, I, it might not even you know, be them. But that's my guess because he's the only one I have history with. The other people, their their house looks like crap, and I don't think the lady goes there anymore. I think it's the two old people that live there. Uh-huh. I'm not even sure if they're if they're still there. Right. If it's the people on the corner, she's come out a few times. Oh, your house looks nice. The house to pull, everything's good. You know, doesn't say anything. And they're on this side. the The fence part is on this side. Mm-hmm. They're they're not even looking at it. So it has to be. This so, those people some, some people who are actually staring well, right and at the it. name and that house next to them has a giant tree out front mm-hmm. so they can't see this way anyway <laughs> so it really narrows down to just one person okay so I'm gonna just I'll leave and this is the second thing I say and I'll leave it with this so Micah is and I the whole family we're very we're so happy and so grateful for where we live right now and the other day Micah maybe two three weeks ago. Driving home, he's like, man. I every time we drive into the neighborhood, I feel like we're in um, a Hallmark commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Not commercial, Hallmark, a Hallmark TV a Hallmark show, movie, the yeah. Hallmark movie. Like, what? What is it about our neighborhood that gives us that vibe? Like, he was genuine about this. Like, what gives us that? And I and I thought about it for a second, and That's I realized, <laughs> do you, like all the fences. Yeah. I'm just using this as an example. Yeah, all the fences are the same color. Like you know, if if you have a wooden fence, like yeah. there's other types of fences, but if if you have a wooden fence, yeah. they're all within the same uh, color palette, if you will. You yeah. know, the roofs all are like clean roofs. I, I remember talking to my neighbor. 
her roof to me looks like it was just done. And yeah. she said that roof is like 15 years old. I was like, 15 years old? She said, listen, in this neighborhood, every year... You got to spray your roof with this thing. I was going to say the HOA is probably keeping yeah. an appointment so over there. This is the point I was going to make. All this to summarize everything is that the HOA. We have two HOAs, Ugh. and they are, and I literally see them driving around their car. They get out, and they look just like you would expect them to look. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, with their clipboard, yep. you know, and their visor, going in, you know, go, checking out whatever. And I'm like, wow. So. There's a there's this one major corridor that like there's neighborhoods on both sides of this corridor. Yeah, they are meticulous. I mean, they they have like crews out there just, and I'm like, this is the reason why. So I I rail against HOA. I never want to buy in an yeah. HOA, but I see the benefit of an HOA because it really makes you it makes everything looks good. You know, no, it does it does, and and you pay for it. You, but you, you pay for, sure for it. Pay for it. You, not only do you pay for it in your uh, a monthly or annual, depending how you pay for yeah. it fee, but you pay for it because you have to keep up your house. Yeah. To, to to spray your whole roof. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's no joke. That that's like a few hundred dollars. Like you're paying the HOA annually. Yeah, you're paying the HOA, and then you also got to pay the person to come do your stuff. No, if I'm paying you, you find someone to go do it. That's right. that's the point of the HOA. I'm giving you money to keep there things in order. There are some HOAs that are like that. Yeah, there are there, some, there's yeah, some but like not many. That, right. I know my cousin lived in one years and years and years ago, like uh, townhouses, condos, and they all decided to redo the roof. So they had to come up with like $10,000 to redo all the roofs. An assessment, yeah. Yeah, and, and like, this is crazy. So they ended up moving out of there. Right. But, you know, like, we're not going to pay. We're moving, so screw you. Well, in a situation like that, when you have a multi-unit building yeah. that sucks but when you have yeah, an yeah. individual house it's really on you but the problem is but it's if not you got because a bad if it doesn't year, look good they're gonna come get you well that well if so you have it, a bad but i'm thinking like financially if you have a bad year there's no getting around it you know what i'm saying yeah. like they're like they're, they'll they'll put a lien on your house yeah you know all hoa like it's crazy and like because you the thing is you agree to live in a place with an HOA. So you, you sign off on it. So you it, can't yeah. be mad when I, they come knocking on your door. There what was do they like, call them? Condo commandos? I had like eight different HOA paperwork dealing that that dealt with eight different things yeah. that I had to sign off on and agree with. Like you know, your driveway, yeah. uh, trash. I mean, it was just like yeah. over and over. It's like what? What's wrong with you people? I mean, over I would, and I would over either again. sink in a drive in a in a HOA, or I would thrive in one. If I had no choice but to do it, I'd probably be the first one to get it done. Like, but oh, the fact that I'm okay. left alone, <clears throat> you know, yeah, yeah, like if out of sight, out of mind. Like I try to keep the front looking good. The back though looks like a war zone. Right. <clears throat> Nobody sees it. Who cares? I have time to do other things, not to do that. But the ones who benefit, who don't benefit, are my kids. We can't walk to the trampoline, and I, I've sprayed the weeds back there. It's killed them. But a new set grows back, and the new set is weed resistant, weed spray resistant. Mm. So now I got to cut it. I can't get the lawnmower back there because it's too big. The gate doesn't open all the way. <clears throat> I've got to get the last final. You can't get in this this door. No, no. I have it. I have the double thing to get the self closing crap for the pool. Uh. So I got to get the last final inspection done mm -hmm. that's coming off okay so it, it'll flap in the breeze you can't okay. open it anyway okay. but i can't get back there because of how that gate mm -hmm. you know so when i need i go in a weed whack but holding that weed whacker for 30 minutes back there it takes everything i have trust me I understand. so it's easy to spray the weeds and kill them because it's all weeds there's zero grass and it used to be these little 
flower things where it looks like it snowed in the backyard. It was, I mean, soft. The It was beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Now it's just long looking dandelions. Like oh uh, the kids can't go on the, on the trampoline because of how bad it looks. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I got to get that, that taken away. But because nobody goes over there and we, there's no need to be there. There's no need for me to go there and manicure. But the thing is, you have it covered, right? No one can see yeah, it. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. So but I need to not think that way. I right. need to get it done because my kids are the ones that are suffering. I'm worried about, I don't care what anyone else sees, screw them. But my kids are the ones that can't enjoy the trampoline because you can't walk back there. I can tell you that we're living, like right now, the weather in South Florida is so beautiful. Like, yeah, we were in the pool yesterday this is or the, the day before. This is the reason why people move to South Florida. Like from... From October, September, late September, October, all the way through, I guess, March. This is why people move to South Florida. Because it's so beautiful. I've spent more time outside. And this is, I'll leave it with this. Mm -hmm. Because our our backyard is manicured the way it is, because we have to have it manicured. But I spent more time outside in the last three months, four months, however long I've been gone, than I had in the last 10 years. You know, and it, and it really makes a difference having something that is just beautiful to go out to. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm with you. I think we should talk politics, whatever, regardless. No, that's why we have so... the wheel to stop you from doing that. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> there you go. You got to trust the wheel, man. There you go. Oh, my goodness. You got to trust the wheel. Oh, my goodness. Okay. There, there's a 10-minute wrap of we didn't get to it. You okay, gone. That's, you that's true. That's true. You know, I keep forgetting that. I forget. I keep Oh, uh, okay, remind me. Let me write this down because I want to talk about this in the wrap up. All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So let me go 15. I want to talk about this in the wrap up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, two things I want to talk about. Yeah. One thing is the, the election is coming up. Hey, are we going to do something on Wednesday? You I don't think? know. That's early. It's very early in the morning. Okay, but listen, I'm down. I mean, early no, morning. I know you are. I just know. like I'll, we'll, come, we'll, I'll set the alarm. I'll be here. I'll bring coffee yeah. and donuts. We'll, you we'll figure it out because well, it's something you want. We want to okay. do. So you know. Okay. So um, the, the what I want to say to you is this, and I don't know if we touched on this on Friday. I can't remember, but um, the Democratic Party, the 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 party that's in power right now, the way that they are. The argument they're making, instead of making arguments about policy and saying, here are our policies, here are they par- here, here is their par- policy, choose. What they're saying is they're the enemy. They, they want to destroy our democracy. Don't vote for them. And I, I just like that type of speech, that type of rhetoric is so dangerous for for this country that we're looking at it from perspective of the other side is the enemy and, and, and they're doing it in full blast. Obama is doing it. Biden is doing it. Hillary Clinton is doing it. And you know, none of these names should be surprising, but they're doing it from the highest level. And it's like, we have to stop this. And I, and I, and I'm, and I, and I think that in this show, we've evolved in a way where maybe you might've said, Hey, well, you guys are just like that. You know, trying to say you hate the enemy. And, you know, full disclosure, I've said years ago, I used to think Democrats were evil, you know. But now, over the years, or as I've matured, I've realized it's not the people. It's the political establishment. <clears throat> it's the ones who've been in power for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. I got something to do. Okay. So keep going. These are the ones who are the... These are the ones who are the enemy 
They're the ones who are evil. The, the ones who are longstanding politicians, we have to have concerns for them. I actually said this the other day. I said, look, and I, man, I think it was Kerry Lake who said this, but someone said, if you, if there's someone that's running for office that doesn't believe in our constitution, that doesn't talk about our constitution and, and our country in a respectful manner, like, okay, we are the best. We need to hold on one second. Okay, these, <clears throat> Billy had to step out for a second, so I'm going to continue my rant. But these, these uh, individuals who are running for office, who just based on the things they talk about, it's clear that they're not constitutionally minded. They don't care about, they hate our country. They don't care about our country. And what are the tells that they don't hate, that, that, they, that um, they don't like our country? They want to suppress people's right to speak people's right to oppose or to say something against what they're saying. That's a, that's a quick sign that you're dealing with somebody who hates our country because our country is founded on that. This is a principle is like, hold on, I get to speak, not because you told me I can speak. I get to speak because God gave me the ability to speak. That's what we're founded on. But yet we have politicians and 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 and, and policy makers uh this political class who are saying hold on hold on hold on you you can't speak we give you we can tell you when you can speak we can tell you what you can say this my friends these are people who hate us i don't care if you're a democrat i don't care if you're republican you we both need to recognize the enemy like take a look at the enemy and see that's the enemy someone who says that you, you, your child, like you as a parent have no jurisdiction over your child. You have no rights over your child. Anyone who speaks that type of language, they are the enemy. You wouldn't let your child start at eight years old, start drinking vodka. You know, you wouldn't let your child at eight years old get a tattoo. There's so many things that you wouldn't let your child go drive a car. You wouldn't let that happen to your child. But yet, we have people out there who are saying our 8-year-old child or 9-year-old child, if they want to destroy their insides, mutilate themselves, that they should be able to do it. These people hate this country. These people hate you. Anybody who would suggest something like that absolutely hates you. And, and these are the people who are running for office. These are the people who are in power. Anybody who says that at eight months, that's not a child in the, in the womb. Anybody who even, who even suggests that for a second, that that's not a child in the womb, hates you, hates you, hates your child, hates this country. I want you to, here's a number for you to consider for a second. 60 plus million have died since 1970, what is it, 73, 72? 60 plus million. Of the 60 million, 20 million plus have been black children. A third, think about that for a second. A third of the abortions in this country since Roe v. Wade have been black children. If you're black and you can hear my voice right now, they hate you. 
They hate you. And I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're a Republican. You got to call it what it is. And and again, I'm not screaming at the 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 average Joe Democrat, you know, who li- who's my neighbor, who lives across the street. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the political class, the political establishment that says we know better than you, and so therefore we can tell you that go ahead and kill your kid. They hate you. Anyone who says that the border, leave it open. Listen, within the first day of Biden being in office, the first day, within hours, he signed off on the open border policy. Now, he didn't call it that, but ostensibly he revoked or turned back the provisions that kept our borders closed or relatively closed over the last couple of years, he turned it back, and now we have millions upon millions of people coming through our border. Fentanyl. You guys need to go do a study on fentanyl on your own. Just go type it in and find out what you can find out about it without me even uh, going on a tangent about it right now. And when you realize where it comes from, how it gets in this country, how absolutely dangerous and catastrophic it is for the, the, the citizens of our country... And you recognize that having the border that we have right now is 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 an absolute throughput for this product, for this dangerous product in our system. Anybody who subscribes to the fact that what's going on in our border right now is okay, they hate us. <laughs> Excuse me. They hate us. They they hate us to allow fentanyl. To come through, and and mind you, I'm not I'm not speaking against. I'm not telling you that there's not real needs. That there's not other people in other countries that are suffering and have real needs. I am not saying that at all. I respect it. I appreciate it. I I I, I acknowledge that it exists. But. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But even with that being true, can both be true? Can we have people out there who have needs? But at the same time, the way that we are addressing these needs by having an open border, that we are at the same time simultaneously destroying our country, our infrastructure, that we are allowing drugs and mayhem and sex trafficking to enter into our country without we're, we're allowing for an industry a billion dollar industry to proliferate proliferate through our porous borders can we say both are true and if both are true that if we have to turn off the spigot when it comes to the people in need so that we can save the people that are here that we might just have to do that can we talk about it that way without it being racist or or, or or xenophobic. These are, they hate us. They hate us. They hate us. They hate us. And that's the point I want to make going into this election. I, I hope we release this today. I hope we get as many listeners as we could possibly can. But I just want you to recognize that I, if you're a Democrat, I'm for you. If you're a Republican, I'm for you. I don't hate the common man. But I, I absolutely abhor the political class. I'm all for the populist movement. Populist? The 
popular vote? The, the, where, the people. Are you coming in? Hold on. I'm here, bro. Back with a vengeance. Back with a vengeance. I've hit my butt on that back thing so often that there's no more there's no more sound deadener back there. Oh. I'm down with the popular movement because I believe that we, the people, the 70% that everything I just described as they hate us, they hate us, they hate us. Everything I describe, I believe that 70% of the population, regardless if you're left or center or right or center, that you would agree with me and say like, hey, Steve, yes, I agree with that. And that's what I'm saying to you. That's the point I'm making, that we have to collectively say, no, this political class, you got to go. You who talk this crazy nonsense, you got to go. You who hate this country, hate me and my family, you got to go. You who sow discord and, 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 and divisiveness and division, you got to go. We have no room for you. We need to come together as a country, as one, and says, like, we, the people of the United States, we stand for the United States. And we want to see it thrive. We want to see it prosper. We want to take care of ourselves so that once we have our house in order, we can help take care of others. That's what we were built on. And, we, and, and, and this political class is trying to take it away from us. Systematically, they're, they're, they're dismantling Everything that we were built on, everything that we stood for. And, I, and I'll transition to this real quick, Billy, because I want to tell you this, because I saw a speech on the Senate floor by Tom, uh, Ted Cruz. This speech was in September 2021. And he was making the argument of the North Stream pipeline. And I'm only bringing this up because I want you guys to understand how evil this Biden administration is and this war that we're having on Ukraine, how our prices, how when he says, when he looks in the camera and says, I've done everything I can, you know, we've done nothing. This is this is the Putin war. This is the P Putin price hike. He has to finish that, that sentence. I've done everything I can to ruin everything. To, yes. That's, he's got to finish it's that It's so sentence. disingenuous and so dishonest. And I'm going to just tell you like this. There is a pipeline... There's, I can't tell you in, in, in Russian, but there's a pipeline called the Friendship Pipeline. Go look it up. The Friendship Pipeline that goes from Russia to Germany, but it goes that way by way of Ukraine. So it is tunneled under Ukraine to get to Europe, and that's how they currently feed pipelines, uh, fuel to Europe. They created the Nord Stream Project. And... They knew that the Nord Stream project, when it, when, uh, I think the first one was started in 2011, something like that, the pipeline one, that ultimately that these pi this pipeline or this project was to be able to take away fuel going to Ukraine because ultimately they wanted to, they wanted to take Ukraine. Russia did. By the time they started working on the pipeline two, and, this, and Trump was in power now, and it was a Democratic House and a Republican Senate. Collectively, they came up with sanctions against the pipeline, too, because they knew, again, I'm going to say this again. They knew that if the pipelines were completed, that they were going to be able to, they had, they, they would still be able to make money because they'd be able to get their fuel out there. But they would be able to choke off Ukraine and then systematically come in and take over Ukraine. So they wiped it out. They, they put these sanctions up and say, 
we're going to sanction Russia so this pipeline doesn't get complete, which they did. They stopped working on the pipeline. Within the first day of Biden, days of Biden being in office, he went against Congress. He went against what Congress signed, what was already signed into law, and he waived all the sanctions, which in turn led to Russia starting up the project again, which by September, by the time he gave the speech, Russia was near completion of the pipeline. Why am I saying all this to you? It's because the pipeline was complete and they knew that they were able to have their finances still in order that they were able to say, we're going to invade Ukraine now. Because just a couple of months later, a few months later, this war in Ukraine started. And you can go all the way back to Joe Biden's decision, reckless decision to say, no more pipe, uh, we're going to, no more, no more, um, I'm going to waive all the sanctions and Russia was able to complete the pipeline and the, and Russia now had all the power they needed to say, okay, we can, we can choke Ukraine. It's not going to hurt our pockets and we can, we can start this war wrap up. And yeah. this is Biden did this, the Biden administration did this. And so now two years later, we see record inflation, eight, 9% inflation. We see gas prices off the roof. We see, Everything that like you can't afford anything now. Right now, the Northeast, this winter that's about to happen, they're talking about forty percent more they're going to pay in, in this country. Forget mm-hmm. about you, you know Europe for a second. In this country, people are going to pay upwards of forty percent more for uh, f- um, natural fuel during this winter season. Where are they going to get the money from? And all of this, all of this was predicated on the fact that we had a president that came into office who hates this country, who wants to see this country fall and put things in place where in two years later, we can see the, 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 the harvest of the seeds that he planted. It's evil. It's diabolic. They hate us. Don't vote them back into office. Yeah, no, you can't do that. Don't vote them back into office. Yeah. I mean, listen, I was on the Twitter machine yesterday, the day before, talking with people. They're, 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 it's only abortion. That's the only thing these people... Why, why are we fighting for this when they're trying to, the government's trying to take our right away from, uh, our rights away from, from our, our own body? And like, that's all these people care about. They, they really, truly are brainwashed. They're force-fed the liberal narrative that inflation, don't worry about that. The war, don't worry about that. We've we've screwed everything over. Don't worry about that. The, the Republicans are telling you you have, we're, they're going to steal your body. And people believe it. And, and the real world stuff is going on, and they are not focused that, on that. Is the, that that's the beauty of what you just said? Real world stuff is going on because the whole abortion thing is is a non-issue. It really is because we know that all Roe v all Roe v Wade did was say the states get to decide, and. Which Listen, is what America what is, state is do you live in? You're supposed to have your fit. I put a meme out the other day. Right. The 50 individual states or 50 individual little countries, your governor, your president. If what when America has that's different than the actual countries, if I don't like what, what they're doing in Nebraska, I can move to Oklahoma. I can move to New York if I want to. Right. You can move someplace. You can move someplace that aligns with your values 
freely and live freely. You don't have to stay where you don't want to be. You know, people think, oh, I'm going to uproot my life for this. Well, if zero tolerance abortion, it's, it's Oklahoma, right in Nebraska. I, ooh, Oklahoma I think it's Oklahoma. Thing. Oklahoma. So if, if that is your biggest and the only thing you were concerned about, zero tolerance abortion, then yes, move out of Oklahoma. But how There's many people other at the sound of our voice lives in Oklahoma? Like, are you, you're telling me that you're willing to sh uh, shipwreck this country for Oklahoma? For one When thing. you might live in California, you might live in Florida, you might live in yeah. New York, you might live someplace where this has nothing to do with and, you and, at and, all. And think about, exactly, it's nothing to do with you at all. Think about how much these things relate to your everyday life. Uh, we live in Florida, 15-week abortion. That's roughly the first trimester. That's the quote-unquote standard for a semi-logical person. That is the consensus of the country. Yeah. We're talking like 70%. Yeah. So, okay, I'm not worried about that in here in Florida. But we have inflation. Gas is high. Groceries are tough. You know, we, we have some issues. The border, we have some people getting flown into South Florida we, we, we know about. Those are issues that affect us. If those don't bother you, but you want a late-term abortion, that's your biggest thing. Florida's on the state for you. Go to New York. Go to California, Oregon. Go to places that you do not have anything to worry about. You can have the kid, a biblical court attached, and you can end the life. Go find a state that but, offers that. But listen, that. but I, I want to uh, uh, offer a counter argument to that is that <clears throat> why is that the biggest thing? Yeah. Like, but if when, it is, when you, if that's you your biggest thing, but, you but, can find a state that offers it. But understand this, that if you're the person who listens to me and says, I want to have abortion at eight months, Okay, so we're the wrong people. You you can't yeah. listen to us because clearly we're gonna rail against you. We you know we are so far apart that we'll never bridge that gap. Yeah. So, but I'm believing that the people who are listening to us, they're not there. No. I think that you're the person that's like, okay, 15 weeks sounds about right. You right? Even though like me, full disclosure, you know I'm against that zero abortion. But in your mind, I believe you can say 15 weeks about right. So if if that's about right to you, what's the freaking problem? Yeah. Why are we making this such a big deal? Because and, and, well, I, I just showed you. The problem you, is the government's telling me I can't go to 16 weeks. Like, does it really matter? A, and listen, and I'm telling you, I'm showing you systematically how the Biden administration got us into this inflation situation. Not just with the lockdown. The lockdown yeah. was definitely a big deal. It was oh, a primer. Sure. But this thing that's going on in Russia. No, that was a happy accident. They, they, they saw this coming. Yeah. They not, not saw it coming. They they um they caused it to happen. Yeah, and they happened. They facilitated they this. They into uh, the COVID. Yeah, they lucked into the COVID, but they this thing that's happening with Russia right now was facilitated by the United States, our government. I mean, listen, we we saw it on a comedy clip from uh, from twenty fourteen from, from, from Stephen Colbert. You can't be more left than that guy joking about, hey man, how come we're doing this? How come X, Y, and Z? And the guy's like. Listen, Putin's saying, leave us alone. Stop coming over with your ideas. And we're saying, nah, man, we're going to go. You're the wrong kind of leader we need on that side of the world. We're coming at you. They're laughing about that in 2014. Here we are nearly 10 years later, and people are all worked up. Why are they doing this? And Democrats tell you, well, they hate our way of life, our democracy. No, no, Putin told you eight years ago, leave us alone. There's going to be a problem. We didn't leave him alone. Now there's a problem. I, I don't want this to go over your head, but, we're just, but, what, we're, but what we're both saying is that there are real, like you said, real life issues that really impact yeah. all of us. Like abortion doesn't impact all of us. but It, it really it, is it, it's it, a personal it, feeling. Right. And, and it in, impacts a very 
very, very small amount of people, even women, not all women can get pregnant. Not all women can no longer get pregnant. Not all women are like, there's so many things that just for a woman, you, that you won't even qualify for an abortion. Now you want to say, it's women's rights. Listen, if you want, if you want to pound, you know, bang your pots and pans on that, go for it. But it doesn't, a woman who's 50 years old, that has a hysterectomy. Abortion doesn't apply to you. It doesn't. You have no you have no need to to concern yourself with it. Well, but I, gas but I, in your be, gas. I bet you drive a car. Yeah, putting I gas bet in your you car. have to go to the grocery store. Yeah. Don't worry about oh my children's children. Your children's children won't make it here if you keep voting for liberals. Yes. Won't be allowed. It's going to be a problem. But the point he's making is the reason that your children's children won't reap the benefits is because they're destroying our country. Yeah, man. This political class is destroying our country. It's okay to be a Democrat, but you can't vote for these people. No, you can't. If if inflation or, or whatever was the 2%, like when Trump was here, if gas was $2, if there was no war in Ukraine, and you are religious and non-religious, abortion might be the top of your list. But it's not. There are other things that directly impact all citizens of America, all of us. Abortion does not. You have to realize that. If all things were equal, if we were in this great utopia, then yeah, that's something you can cheer on. That would literally be a quote-unquote first world problem. Except it's not. Because we are broke. They keep printing money. They keep screwing over the world. We're the ones paying for it while they keep spending our money. Our stuff is going up. I mean, what else do you need to know that they're causing this problem? How much time do you have left? Three minutes. Okay, so let me give you this. Uh, that's my political input. It, vote should, red. <laughs> vote red. Please vote red. I told Amy I'm going to go tomorrow dressed in all red, head to toe, red bill set, and red see who shirt. stops you? And, and I said, I'm going there to ruffle some feathers. She's like, why are you like that? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm going to go in all red. See if someone gets upset. If they say something <laughs> slick, I'm going to look at them and say, you know, 45 for life. That's it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna start Did, something. I with sent somebody. you a text yesterday. Yeah, I already, I posted a meme on that like a few hours before that. Oh, before that? Okay. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? I think he needs to just be quiet. It's it's the issue I have with him with the um. Tell with, tell, tell with him what the, we're talking about with the voting thing. Right. Trump called him Ron Sanctimonious or some yeah, some, exactly. some like that. Ron the Sanctimonious. Yeah, and he's like, you know, and the Santa saying we're friends. You know, we get along. People want to want to come at us, all this stuff. But at the same time, Trump he's tunnel vision sometimes. Listen, I get it. You think you think the you think the election was stolen. I understand. It's now nearly four years later. You have to stop. You have to. People don't want to hear about it. Well, two years now. Right. Well, we're going. Oh yeah, two years. I'm thinking. Right. I'm thinking. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we're, I think we're rounding the corner of tw- of uh, twenty three. Oh, we're, oh, we're I still. You, I wish you were. No, man. yeah, I yeah. I get. I get. I'm, I'm uh, anxious for tomorrow. Right, right. So anyway, yeah. So we're two years later. Listen, let it go. Let it go. There's nothing you can do about it. On you that, have to stop. Listen, on that note. There was, a, I saw a, by the way, oh, I saw a, um, a clip on Fox News and they had a panel of, in New York. Yeah. People from the street. I think there were eight or ten there and of the numbers, only two were Republicans. Of course. So it was, it was basically Democrats that were there, right? And they were showing them different clips and all that stuff, you know, and talking about through issues to figure out where you're going to vote. By the end of that, all but one person was still going to vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. One out of everybody else that was there. Yeah. And of the rest of the Democrats, they all were going to vote Republican. And one person out of that group said, I voted all Democrat except for one person. So whatever the ticket was, they yeah. voted one Democrat. So, And they all, as a group, said, what's going on in our country is crazy. Yeah. What, what we're dealing with is crazy. And, and you know, and 
they've proven that they can't run, you know, so I'm, I'm voting for my self-interest. All of them said that. Yeah. And specifically in New York, two people said violence was, was so that they're, they are experiencing I mean, we, we reported, and we, we, living we, violence. One woman, yeah. listen, one woman that was there said, listen, my son, and they showed a picture of his son was a, a military guy, like a Marine. Yeah. Um, he got shot. He got killed. He got robbed yeah. by two or three people and, he, and got killed in the process. She said she had to fight. She's a lifelong card-carrying Democrat. Yeah. She said, I had to fight with the, with the district attorney like I was going to war yeah. just to get justice for my son. Because he they 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 had more lenience with these murderers, yeah. Than my son, passion for the victim, who was yeah. who, you know who's a victim in all this. Yeah, that listen, man, that's Just what like, they you know, do. Like I, I will never vote Democrat again in my life. You can't. They do not care about life because they live in a bubble. They're elitist. They think they're untouchable. They think the world doesn't apply to them. The rules don't apply to them. They're in this own. Their own sphere that wanders through life that nothing else matters. Yeah. They really truly think that. So when a regular person who buys into their crap realizes they don't care about us at all, they're still going to say, I don't care. I'm going to breed another brainwashed person in a few months from now. Look at the schools. Nothing about anything is, is of substance anymore. It's how can we brainwash the kids when they get old enough to do what we want, they do what we want. That's what school is nowadays. On that note, when I when uh, that whole rant I went went on uh, in terms of they hate us school, school choice, the lack of opportunity. The teachers care about the union. The union cares about the teachers. Nobody cares about the kids. No one cares about if the kids. If you can't see that, go go look and see. What, Listen, just, just pay attention. You, Ask your kids some questions. From you time as to time. a parent not being able to have the choice to say I'm my kids gonna go to this school versus that oh, school. Oh, do I? I don't have it. Oh, uh, I mean that alone is telling them they hate you, man. They hate you. That wine wine garden. The head of the teachers' union, she she advocated for school closures. She was at the head of the line, the tip of the spear. We need to protect our teachers. We need to protect our teachers. We need to protect our teachers. We now see two years later. And listen, I say we now see. Back in 2020, there were doctors who said there's gonna there's gonna be devastating consequences for our children. I mean, they, the the Great Barrington, um, Barrington. Um, Oh, the Great Barrington, I forgot the last word, but Great Barrington, not Reef, Great Barrington, oh, I forgot it. But there's this document that's out there where they said, listen, don't shut down the country because our, children's are gonna, our children are going to be the most effective. Two years later, everyone is coming out and saying, yes, our children have been affected. They've... Millions of hours, life hours have been lost in our kids that they're never going to regain. You look at test scores. You got kids coming out of third grade who can't read by the masses. And here's the thing. After third grade, reading is so essential to learning that if you don't learn, if you don't know how to read by third grade, guess what? All your your ability to learn thereafter is now going to be greatly diminished or greatly muted because you haven't mastered reading by third grade. So that means all the kids, all the elementary school kids that were locked out of school for the last two years, that's the society that we've produced. And we're going to reap that in another 10 or 15 years. They hate us. School choice, they hate us. School closures, they hate us. The teachers' unions, they hate us. Don't vote for them. 
If you love this country, if you want to have some place for your kids and your grandkids and your great grandkids, if you really want that, don't vote for these this political class that think they know better than us. So I, I heard this the other day and I stopped it at the time that I wanted to play it. I even made a note to remind myself to play it and I forgot. But it's, it's Joe Rogan. This is Sober October episode 25 minutes in. And one of the guys is talking about the first time he saw an abortion was in high school. And, wow. and it wasn't it was like a late term one too. Like it was how it's very gross how he described it. But it led to a, a led to something else. I'm gonna play and hopefully I'm in the right spot. Way to handle it. Yeah. Like before their parents get to talk to them about it, like you don't like do you, do you have to you sign a waiver? No. The yeah, yeah. Sign a waiver. I gotta be honest with you, I, I mean I, I, I could call someone and find out exactly. I wanna say it was ninth grade. And I want to say they played it in English class. <laughs> like, I don't even think it was religion. That was a, was that was a hungover teacher who was like, uh, what am I allowed to play? I don't feel like it's yeah. today. There's also teachers that feel like they have to explain things to kids that the kids aren't learning from their parents. Truth. And there's a good argument on both sides of that, right? Yeah. There's a good argument like, hey, I don't want you teaching my kids something that I don't want to teach them. And then the, the other argument is, you know what, maybe it's the job of the educator to expose your kid to ideas that maybe you, they won't get at home. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to teach them math. So but it's like, it. at what point in time does he cross that line? It's a valid line discussion. Is, the, yeah. yeah, it's a valid discussion. It came so, up recently a lot, and it made me really think of it when they're like, I don't want my kids learning that, all that whatever stuff. And it was like, oh, yeah, I guess you should have the right. You kind of should, but also <laughs> maybe not. You know, the, the problem is, like, like exposing people to only one narrow band of ideas, that doesn't mm -hmm. seem fair to a kid either. Yeah. So, like, I think the kids should be exposed to as many ideas as possible, but from rational discussions. Well, not... It, it goes on. Oh, man, I got to comment on that, it, man. Well, no, yeah, it, that's okay. why it goes on, because he talks about his kid goes to school in Los Angeles where the white kids sit down on the floor... And the Spanish kids and black kids stand on and yell racial slurs at them and vice versa. Like it goes on from that. It might be after this, but the point when I heard that, I was like, listen, I fully understand that an educator, quote unquote, they should be, they, their job is to expand the mind because there are things I'm not going to get out, teach my kid at home. Like math, I'm not going to do that. A subject in school i'm not going to go out in the backyard and learn about trees and you know uh, um agriculture and yeah, stuff like that you know like that's for the teachers to do life yeah but life life stuff sex you know if i choose to sign the paper for sex education i choose to accept whatever they whatever they give but for them to say you know well there's an argument to be had who decides what the kids should 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 have it's the parents. I'm sending you to the, to the school because I have no choice. I have to send you to this school. If your science class offers sex ed, you need to have a permission slip for that. That's not something you should be able to just do. And the school's like, no, no, no. It's our job to teach your kids. Because if you're not teaching at home, we have to do it. And I'm not teaching at home for a reason. So, no, you don't have the right to do it. So, this is what's interesting because... Rogan basically says he can see both sides of the argument. Which I can, too. Which I can, too. But I want to talk about the other side of the argument where he's like, it's unfair to the kid to be raised in such a narrow scope, right? So it's not your call, though. But that's the, that's the thing that yeah. I don't know if he understands. Like he, I know he has a couple of kids. Yeah. But think about that for a second. You, Rogan, you, you know nothing about my life. You know nothing about my kids. Yeah. Right? You know nothing, right? We're, we're in two separate worlds, two separate set strategies for everything. Yeah. But yet, 
there's something in your mind that lets you that makes you think that I have the right, excuse me, you have the right to tell Mike, tell me, or tell my kids what they can learn. Yeah, we have to agree that even though we can say that maybe we should expand the kids' horizon, their parameters that, that. Th- that we got to be able to say, hold on a second, no. They're my kids. Yeah. You can teach your kids whatever you want to. You can send them to the school that's going to teach them whatever you want them to learn. Yeah. But I, the same way, have the right to say my kids are not going to learn those you things. Know, the funny thing is, Joe Rogan included, all these all these people who have ideas for other people's kids, their kids don't go to public school. <laughs> they go to a they go to a very high priced right. where you know everything that's going on in school. Exactly. You know, so this elitist mentality. I'm telling you what to do. Okay, where are your kids? Oh, come on. We're not going to talk about that. But, my, my kids are where they need to be. But listen. But your kids need to be do better. It's, it's that type of thought process that leads to the administrative state. Because what Joe Rogan is saying, without him realizing that he's saying this, is that there are professionals out there who should get the final call. Yeah, and that's And not I'm like, okay. are, you, are you insane? That's your are guy. You, that's your Brazilian you, buddy. Only the experts should talk. Are you not crazy? Not the people who, who live the life. Only the people who think they know. Yeah. And I mean, like, there, there's no... Look, there are countries who are built off of that system, and it's like, fine, go live in that country. But this country wasn't built off of that. This country said that we had rights that had nothing to do with the freaking government, that had nothing to do with professionals, that had nothing to do with experts. Before they were professionals, before they were experts, they were a human being, a husband and a wife and their children. That's the, that's the nucleus of life. And yet we're willing to give that freaking thing away for a government? Come on, guys. Wake yep. up, man. Grab yourself by the, the bootstraps and say, like, no more. Yeah, next time next time we talk, I'll play the second part of that where they're talking about CRT and the yelling of racial slurs to so, different kids. So listen. Because he asked, do you guys really do this? Because I heard this rumor. He goes, yeah, we do that. The teacher said, yeah, we, we do that so the kids understand oh, what There's it's like. Is a teacher in the interview? No, but the guy telling the story. Like, oh, we okay, asked okay. the teacher. And she's like, yeah, that's what we do. It's part of our curriculum. So listen, I want to say something real quick. And this is, I, I, this is the thing I wrote down. Yeah. An idea for the show. Why can't we, like, see that episode you just played? Yeah. Why can't we show that and talk about it? We can. Because I think that there, there, there are things that, especially me, right, because I see so many things, but I know you too, that it, when we spin the wheel and let's say we go to politics, that, oh, let, hey, go get this clip out there. You know, let, let's show this and, and actually see it in real time. For us, well, and talk you would about have it. you would have to know where that clip is, right? But I'm saying, even I send it to you in advance, you know. And we have like a neighborly discourse inbox yeah. where all this stuff is there, and I can even. And then while we do the show, hey, play this clip, you know, at two minutes and twenty seconds or something like no, that. As long as you know that, yeah, because like I said, I went to go, I went the other day to look up that clip about the lady in New York, and it wasn't there. It was someone else's clip on something else. The so, lady in New York who got killed by her husband. If if you oh, like, we saw it man. on on Fox. I go to look it up. It's not there. Right. So we you can watch the news and go find this clip. I'm not hunting and searching no, 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 while we're on enough, the show. But I'm saying, but if I sent you the clip no, yeah, and I gave it, it yeah, right, yeah, but, for sure. but it actually show. That's what I'm saying. Well, they with well, the that's with extra audience? editing and that costs more. Really, it co- uh, you can't do it now. We're not using the computer for anything. Oh, this, the video has to be recorded. It has to be put onto the computer. So all we can do video, is add the audio. Basically, all we can do is add the audio. No, I can add the video also. I have like it, it's just a lot more work. When, when you do your reactions, are you adding it afterwards or are you doing yeah. it in real time? I add it afterwards. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. That's that. why you're a guy. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, like this. I didn't know this that. video here. Okay. I'm doing this. The close. Oh yeah, here it is. Hold on.
I'm doing this this video here. I'm going to uh, release today. Um, let me see here. Video. Of course, I can't find it. Where the hell is it? I see. My problem is I don't even know how to save these things anymore. It's 124 bail. Here we go. So this is what I'm going to put out today. It takes forever, the intro. So I'm playing the clip, and then I pull up our video, and then I match the mouth uh, to the mouth. Again, I did. I started this on last Monday right. and just finished it this morning. So it's not an easy thing to do. But hold on. like So like every once in a while, I'll watch like, um, Tatum, right? Yeah. And Tatum is actually showing, he's talking. Well, they probably have a production team. He's got a green screen and everything. Okay. Even 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 Dave Rubin, he's like, all right, guys, go ahead and check this out. Now, he's not in front of it watching. He just plays the whole clip. That's easy. I talk, I cut, I put the video, we keep playing, and then I come back in commentary. To react, you've got to have an overlay of me talking so versus what we're watching. So you're saying even Dave Rubin doesn't have, you don't think it's being done in real time? Like, no, none of that stuff's being done. No, oh, not at all. Man, okay. Because that's no. what I was saying, like, I would love to be able to show them. No, the, the only way you can do that if you have if you come. have other things set up, like the computer, the camera. Let's say you have the TV going. Right. It's got an HDMI to some soundboard and input one. It comes up. It. Could I got it. Got it. Bottom line is we don't. We're not. No. We're not. We're not there. No, not okay, at all. Okay, like that. Okay. Most people got aren't. Got it, got everything got it, got is it. edited and brought out. I did know hours that. Later. I just learned something. Now you. Now I've just proven that I'm just a guy. Sure. Have. <laughs> oh my goodness. Nine five four. Uh, three five eight nine zero four zero nine five four three five eight nine zero four zero. Wish Billy a happy birthday. Leave some comments, rebuttals, concerns, whatever. Just reach out to us. We'll love to begin a segment where we display your voicemails. Yeah, voicemails will lead the show. Episode one twenty five. Go out tomorrow. Vote red. We're not influencing you. We're just saying vote Republicans red. are better vote and Democrats red. are I'm worse. I'm influencing you. Vote red. Vote Save red. this country. Well, no, that's what they say. Stop influencing the voter, except, <laughs> the, except if, you, if you vote blue, they tell you what to do. Yeah. But if a conservative says it, hey, whoa, stop all that. You're influencing. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> I mean, you name these people influencers and expect them not to influence. Not to influence. That's how stupid liberals are. I know. 125, guys. Have a great day. Peace.